Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Our hosts are experts in obesity medicine and have collectively treated thousands of patients for obesity and are here to help you on your own journey. All four of us are busy parents, so we totally understand what it's like to try and live healthy while also trying to stay on top of the busy demands in our life. Thanks for taking time in your busy day to join us. As some of our hosts have medical licenses, we have a legal disclaimer to share with you. Here it is. Please note that our podcast is not intended to, and shouldn't be considered, a substitute for professional medical advice from a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. You should always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare professional with questions you may have regarding your medical condition. You should not rely on this podcast for medical diagnosis or treatment, and you should never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of our content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why Wait Elevate podcast. It's Quincy. I'm here with Dr. Rigby, Kelsey, and Cheryl. Today's topic is why quick fixes don't work, looking at lifestyle changes versus diet mentality. So the first thing we want to talk about is why don't they work? All right. Everyone's pointing to me, so I'll start. Um, So research has shown that um, with quick fixes, and we're talking about those diets that are super restrictive, um, kind of designed for those 30-day, you know, you'll see online, 30-day cleanse, 30-day this diet, X diet. Um, Those are those quick fixes, but 95% of people will gain the weight back, um, and usually more within three years. And so um, that, I mean, that's one of the main reasons. Um, but um, our bodies, biologically, we will go through changes when we are in an extreme restrictive diet. And so, um, and our body, our set point will raise up if we lose a lot of weight um, and our, through a calorie, big calorie restrictive diet. And so um, where our body's like, oh, okay, we just finished a famine. Let's eat. We're finally eating more food. Let's store and store and store so that next time we go on that diet, um, we have some excess or a little extra cushion to lose. Um, but that's how the set point keeps going up. How does that compare to what we call a lifestyle change? I think it's a phrase that we've coined, but I don't know, maybe not. But oh, we totally did. It's totally ours. <laughs> we'll take the credit, right? Yes. Um, so lifestyle, I mean, I think part of it is just that sustainability. Like this is like your eating pattern, your exercise routine, your stress management, all the different pillars of wellness, um, what you sustain and what makes you feel best. And so it looks different. It's not a program that's, you know, a cookie cutter for every person. It's what you have figured out for yourself that works. Yeah. And you really have to figure out you because I could try 50 different diets, but until I find the one that works with my body, my lifestyle, my habits, I'm not going to have success and I will be on and off this diet wagon the rest of my life. Right. Well, one thought process is we've always been told it takes 21 days to change a habit. Well, there's no good research that actually shows that works. And actually, they would say it's actually more of a um, at least 66 days, but it's not really the time. It's more the frequency. So when we're making these huge changes, it's hard to do. But the way I look, I look at it is we're trying to unlearn using me, 50 plus years of training, you're not going to fix it in that 21 days or 30 days or 60 whatever days. We're trying to unlearn. And yes, it's easy to see, oh, quick, easy, let's go fix it. 
like Kelsey says, it doesn't work that quickly. And as a how's our body responds to that quick, rapid, dramatic change isn't good. We've got to gradually work on it and fix the inner workings or the hormone levels and get your body to a better position or a place that works better. You also have to build in those habits and behaviors that will give you long-term sustainability. You have to enjoy it. You have to, and you have to make peace with your body and be okay with, here's where I'm at right now. I may want to be down here, but right now I'm okay with who I am. And I'm going to go a little, go expand a little bit more on the enjoyment. If you're, um, a lot of um, programs are so restrictive or have so many rules or you have to take X, Y, and Z supplements that you really don't like, that's not going to be sustainable. So if you're asking yourself, is this a lifestyle change I can maintain versus like, well, do you like it? Does it make you feel better? Because um, it's a lot easier to do something if you notice the effects and it's something you like to do. So how do I know if I'm in a diet mindset versus a lifestyle? I'm making some changes that I'm happy with and satisfactory with. I think it goes, see, is there emotional eating going on? That would probably be the biggest trigger. Okay. Um, am I eating because I'm anxious and tired and frustrated or am I fueling my body? Am I saying things like I can't have this, I can't have that or sugar is bad. Mm -hmm. Those food labels. is not good. Food is not bad. It's food. And you're not good. You're not bad based on what you eat. And how your body responds to that particular stimulus is part of it. And you don't get to choose. It's just how your body responds to whatever it is. I might eat sugar and blow up like a balloon because I'm allergic to it, where Cheryl eats and goes, this is good, and I feel great, and Kelsey goes, oh, I'm addicted, I want more and more. We all respond different to the same stimulus, that same amount of sugar, protein, fat, whatever. I think another example is alcohol. Some people can have just a little, and they walk away just fine. Right. Other people become highly addicted. So sugar or whatever food can be that exact same relationship. It's more addictive than alcohol. Um, another thing, if you ever feel guilty or ashamed about eating something that you're still stuck in the diet mentality, um, it's a good sign or a good indicator of like, okay, um, again, food is not good or bad. It's listening to how your body feels and responds to that food. Um, but just own it. If you decide to eat something that doesn't make you feel good, own it. Be like, i ate this piece of cake and um, make that connection, use it as a learning experience because that learning experience will help you carry on throughout your life. Yeah. One analogy I really like is cause and effect. It's, it's the law of essentialism. If you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So if I'm saying, yes, I want the ice cream and the cookies and da, 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 da. What I'm saying no to is energy and good sleep and my clothes fitting nicely. So there, there's always, whenever you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So it's a good exercise to actually step back and maybe even ask yourself those questions. Right. It, yeah. What am I saying no to by saying yes to this? Yeah, I think well, another good. example that's is good. let's pretend for a minute that you can eat whatever you want. There, there's no consequence. So you can eat as much and whatever you want. How many would be at the buffet tomorrow? Right? But the reality is we don't want to be controlled that way. We're humans with individuality, and we want to make our own choices. So in order to do that, there has to be, for every cause, there's an effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you don't get to choose the consequence no. or that effect. So it's not like my dad. <laughs> it's true, unfortunately. <laughs> when you eat that piece of cake, you might feel like crap. 
you don't get to choose that I hate the cake and feel good. Your body responds and makes you not feel good. So you have to learn from that. Right. Yep. It's kind of like touching your hand to the hot stove. That hurt. Well, you're probably going to learn not to do it. Mm-hmm. We got to work at how you respond to this different stimulus, be it food or exercise or lack of sleep or too much sleep or stress or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, Cheryl, going back to your, your comment about the, the cause and effect and saying no to certain things, I think that's why it's important to remember your why. Like, why are you wanting to make changes to yourself and your life? And, and, and just losing weight is not a good reason. You know? And that's one way to know if you're in the diet mentality. If you're like, I only want to do this because I want to be a size 6 and 130 pounds, you're in the diet mentality. And that six-pack abs or would look good right. in my swimming suit, right? Right. Okay. Go back to that why. Now, again, that why might be, I need to get my weight down so I can have my knee surgery or I can do the things I need to. That might be your why and we need to get down a little bit. But understanding why the whole going down this pathway is definitely a key factor. So really what our takeaway message is just stop being in the diet mentality. Right. Get rid of it. Like that old Saturday Night Live episode, uh, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> we might even reference that video. It's a, it's a funny video to look at. But anything else you guys want to talk about? Diet mentality versus lifestyle changes. Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Thanks for joining us on the Why Wait Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is community of people elevating their mind and body to lose weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Weight Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.